Hey guys, this is Dustin from Barbarically Candid. And this is Gavin. We just want to do a quick shout out. Don't forget we've got the first annual Barbarically Candid Coat Drive going on. You can reach us on any of our social media platforms. Or you can hit us up at barbariclycandid at gmail.com. Trying to help some people out this year. Keep them warm. Amen to that. As a matter of fact, didn't we just get our first donation yesterday? We did. We did. So thank you to those The Bertrand family. Yep, yep, yep. Love you all. And um, just get a hold of us, and we can either meet you somewhere or give you an address to drop them off. Gavin, you had a shout-out? Yeah, apparently a good friend of mine, Miss Kenzie Austin, just found out that she's having surgery today for a kidney stone. Now, you know, the your missus having had a similar issue not too long ago, I'm sure that everyone can understand just how crazy that those things can be. So we wish you good luck, Godspeed, break a leg, all that jazz. Hope you heal up well. Let's get into it. guys this is dustin and gavin and we are here for our 25th episode we got a special guest today gavin as a matter of fact we you know it is 25 that's a quarter right you know so unfortunately we had these these grandeur plans for a fantastic way to pop open a bottle and celebrate but we're gonna have to wait till the next wet episode so the answers are going to be really fun on that episode so you know y'all look forward to that in the meantime, we've got some guests, and I want you to introduce yourself because this is one of my favorite people in all the world from good old LaPorte, Texas. Christina Ref. Yeah. And, of course, her husband's uh, uh, standing by just kind of hanging out. In the, you know, we put baby in the corner. So Now, Christina, thanks for joining us today. You have a home business. Yes, it's called So Stitching Awesome. Now, have have Love you it. have you always been crafty? Is this a newer endeavor? No, I don't call it crafty. It's more of I like to sew because my grandmother taught me when I was younger. Okay, that was oh, going to wow. be one of my other questions. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Definitely a skill set I do not have. However, if I ever tear up some underwear, I know exactly who to call first. <laughs> um. So. I think I can guess one, but who would say, like, as far as your major influences and getting into sewing, is it just your grandma, or was there anybody else that... It was majorly my grandmother. Um, Don't call her grandma, because she's probably rolling in her grave right now if you Uh, do that. mm. And my mom sewed a little bit, but mainly it was my grandmother. I spent a lot of time with her growing up. All right. Very cool. Now, when the entire pandemic kicked off, she was one of the first people I kn- I knew of that was making some cool type masks. As a matter of fact, I bought one from you. Still have it, yeah. Yep. Um, but do you wear it as little as humanly possible? <laughs> and normally, I wear that one specifically in the places where I know I'm going to piss somebody off. She made me a lovely Trump mask. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah two sided at that. I was like, ooh, this is fa- this is you know absolute hashtag high fashion. Oh yes. So it was super do, cool. If you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Oh, the looks I would get in a grocery store. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm 6'1", 298. What the hell are you going to do? It's great. <laughs> now, do you do 
fully custom orders? Do you have a line of certain items you make or? I do fully custom orders. I've done, oh gosh, um, my purse that I carry, that's a concealed carry purse that I made for myself. I've made, I don't know how many formal dresses for our daughter. I'm currently working on her solo costume for her performance dance team. So pretty much, you name it, I could probably do it for you. Wow. So that means when, you know, the the missus needs a concealed carry purse, we, we, we know who to go to now. Absolutely. Well, me, I've, I've told mine that I don't want her carrying in a purse just because she tends to put it behind the console in the truck. Mm. And I'd rather have her have it on her hip. But that's that's just me personally. If y'all need a concealed carry purse out there and it's something that you can do safely, then by all means. Oh, yeah. Now, do you advertise this on like a website, on Facebook? How do you do most of your advertising? Most of it is I have a Facebook business page and I share from there. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we will definitely be sharing the page on our lovely, humble podcast page as well. Well, that would be awesome. Um, Now, I wanted to ask, because I saw on your, I checked out the page last night, you're making tumblers as well, is that right? I I do. I've made a handful of them. Not a lot, but a few. Okay. Um, I saw the labyrinth one on your page, which was, of course, awesome, because who doesn't love Jareth, the the Goblin King? That's Mm -hmm. my favorite. Mm -hmm. I have my... My cup, my purse, my wallet. I have like a full outfit. Nice. <laughs> the outfit? Oh, yeah. Why didn't you bring? You should have brought the outfit, Tom. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that outfit. <laughs> no. It's the same fabric as the tumbler. Oh, um, very cool. Now, at this point, have you already cut off orders to be in time for Christmas? Or are you still taking I'm still orders? taking orders. I don't have a lot of orders going on right now. Okay. So. Good to know. Well, um, and hopefully, you know, people will... Hear this in time on Monday. Oh, dude, I need something c- cool because, you know, here at Barbarically Candid Podcast, we really are all about helping out uh, local small business because at the end of the day, Walmart and Target will always be around, but it's the small business that's, Absolutely. that's that day-to-day and truly depends on that business. Plus, you're going to get actual customer service, you know, unlike standing in line at Walmart with, you know, diapers that already has shit in them. So. This is true. Well, not only that, but I'd say coming from Walmart, you're getting stuff mass produced. Yeah. yeah. And anything you buy from a small business normally is going to be a higher quality. You might pay a little more, but you're getting more. So oh, a- something absolutely. to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was say the last custom order I did was Among Us costumes for the Elf on the Shelf. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> so who was the imposter? Oh, you know, Red's always <laughs> sus. Um. Now, is this something that was born of necessity because of the quarantine, or were you doing this before? I was doing this before. I just happened to put everything else away and sat down and made masks. When did I start that? About beginning of April, end of March. All right. I was spending 10 hours a day sitting at the sewing machine making masks. Goodness. I I, I couldn't do it. (laughs) I'm at work for 10 hours a day in front of a computer, but my God, in front of a sewing machine? I think my fingers would like crisscross themselves into oblivion. No, No, I lost count recently, a little over 600 masks in. So Wow. wow that's impressive. Got to get you one of those McDonald's signs, so many served. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't follow McDonald's, thanks. <laughs> Thank um, you so much. Now, I did want to ask because, like, somebody like me, I, you know, I always see all these cool sewing projects, and, but I wouldn't dare, like, I have no clue how to get started. Would you ever do 
lessons for people that wanted to learn? I can try. I'm not the best teacher at that because I'm one of those that kind of likes to just take control and be like, just, just let me do it. Um, <laughs> so I, I teach my daughter a little bit as we go. Okay. Um, but I, I, if, if you're having problems, I'll tell you, there's a lot of videos out on YouTube that will help with most of it. Cool. Cool. Now, for everybody else that are out there that may be thinking I'm starting a small business, what's something you wish you'd have known before you got into it? How to better advertise and get the word out other than just friends. That's definitely been a learning process for us as well. Hashtags are important, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, the all-important question, tell us about the name. So Stitching Awesome with So as in S-E-W. Mm-hmm. Um Quite frankly, I made, I think it was my purse, my concealed carry purse, and my friend walks up and goes, oh my God, that's so effing awesome. Of course, she didn't say effing, she dropped the F-bomb on me. And I was like, that should totally be the name of my business. But we didn't want to offend people with the F-word in my na- in the name. Yeah, I could see that. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. we sat there and we're like, we need a sewing term that can fill in for the F-word. And so stitching came out. So I love it. And so, so it was stitching born. awesome. Beautiful. All right. And you've been gracious enough to hang with us for our couple subjects and listener questions. So we're going to go ahead and get into them. All right. First one being, you've seen the news about Ellen Page. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's so the, for those of you that don't know, Ellen Page is now to be known as Elliot Page. She has come out as transgender in the Hollywood circle. You remember what put her on the map in the first place? Coming out as gay. Well, the movie that that put oh, her on the map. Oh, was it Juno? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest, I still haven't seen it. I mean, it was okay. It just didn't, yeah. I was like, eh, just not my cup of tea. I remember her more as Kitty Pride in X-Men. Yeah, that would be much nicer to remember, but can she ever play Kitty Pride again? So that was kind of my thoughts as far as... <laughs> So now you're Elliot Page. Does that mean you're only going to be taking male roles from now on? Yeah, because that's right. According to Hollywood, as of what two months ago, if you're can't a certain, play it, if you're right, not you it. can't play if you aren't in that specific uh, special interest group. So, so we'll see what happens. I also saw IMDb is now planning on changing all her titles to Elliot, which uh, I don't know that I understand because. Like when she played Juno, a female character, she yeah. was Ellen Page at the time. Right. Can't we just put like an asterisk next to it? You know, the artist formerly known as Ellen Page. Just give her a symbol. Yeah. Is it going to have, is it going to have, is it going to be like a phallic symbol though? Well, it also makes me wonder. Um, so she's been in the Umbrella Academy. Right. Which the first season was pretty decent. I haven't watched the second season yet. I've heard it's decent. I haven't heard a lot of negative unless you just wouldn't like that kind of show. And I, but at the same time, I haven't heard anything like stellar positive either. Like, eh. But her character's female. So, yeah. So what's going to happen? Is her character going to wind up having a, or is he going to play a she, which would make it to where he would be ineligible for winning an award oh. for it? That's, ugh. I mean, okay, so are we all supposed to just sit there and say, he's so brave, so brave, so courageous? Well, that's another thing. I know a few years ago when she when she was a she, 
right. and came out as lesbian, uh-huh. it was, she's so brave to do that. She's so this, she's so that. What if we lived in a world, just hypothetically, what if yeah. we lived in a world where it was, hey, I'm gay. Cool. You're going to be here for work on Monday? But, or, but, or, oh, I'm transgender. All right. Yeah, these bills not, still have to get paid. <laughs> yeah, not, oh, you're so brave. Oh, let's, well, okay, so... As we are now, when someone does make this proclamation of coming out of whatever version of the closet, are they? Ex- I think they have expectations, and I totally understand. Back in the day, let's just, let's go back twenty years ago. If somebody came out of the closet, it was like a huge thing, and they were super scared. And due to Hollywood and the media, society, you know, all of that, are making it. They're 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 either making it to where it's easily acceptable more acceptable or they're pushing it to make it happen in general. And there have been some people that have theorized that seeing so much of it in Hollywood is making it to where they think that their straight kids are just are being gay or lesbian just because it's in. I don't, I personally don't think that I could not imagine if someone's child was that impressionable that they would change the way that they see sex and the opposite sex or the same sex just you know based off of what they see on tv but you have to admit there are uh, there are definitely people you know in sometimes small town type thinking that are seeing it that way i would say that with the acceptance and the portrayal in movies it has become where kids don't have to be afraid Mm -hmm. to come out i don't know that like I know me in high school, I would have never been like, Oh, there's a bunch of gay people on TV. I don't, I like dudes now. Like I liked <laughs> women and that yeah. was just my thing. Now, it's my bag, baby. Now, yeah. Knowing that you guys graduated high school before me, not going to say a long time, just before me in general, <laughs> do you remember seeing anyone that was out of the closet when you were in high school? I don't. Um, so I remember one that, was definitely like, I don't want to say questionable, but mm-hmm. you could tell like they may have gravitated that way, but I don't remember him being out. I had a guy bring a guy to prom <clears throat> when I graduated. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I threw out a name. <laughs> well, cause that's the one that we were like, mm. well, did no, they after was... high school? <clears throat> oh yeah. Now, He's like definitely out of the closet, which oh, yeah. good for him. Yeah, but, um, I, you know, if, look if you're gonna if you're gonna be alive, be comfortable in your own skin. But I would also say Deer Park in the '90s was not the most progressive thinking place. Right, Ooh. it wasn't like HSPVA, huh? Okay, o- okay. No, there was a huge fight in the classroom after he went to prom with his. He wasn't his boyfriend, but he was his friend, and cut out his prom pictures and gave one to one of the teachers and she put it on her bulletin board with all the other pictures. There was a huge thing wow. in class between the football players because, oh my God, it's a picture of two guys. Oh, and here we go. You but know, it would that... be okay if it was two girls. Oh, uh, see, I don't see it that way. I, I totally understand how sir, how a lot of guys, oh, well, yeah, if it's two chicks, it's cool. And to me, I, I made it a principle if I'm going to be for it, I'm going to be for it on both sides. And if, I, and if I'll be against it, I'll be against it on both sides. Now, we'll that say, way it's equal. I will say it's natural to have a I, – I remember the first time I went to my first military ball mm-hmm. where that was acceptable. 
and you had two guys in uniform that were there together, mm-hmm. it was a bit of a shock. Now, nothing, nothing that I know of was said to him mm-hmm. oh, derogatory, but I think you kind of have to expect for people to be like, hold up, what? Um, okay. I know when I was in high school, no, unlike it, I graduated in 01 from Milby. And oh, see, so yeah, you're not that, far, that far behind, behind us. Yeah, just a, just 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 a hair, just a hair, just a hair over here making it sound like we're ancient. But <laughs> I was 98. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's long enough. <laughs> so I never, ever, ever saw anything until senior year. There was one. There were two gay guys that were together in senior year, and I was a magnet student, so a lot of what what truly happened in school I probably didn't see unless I was just, like, you know, passing through. And I remember I saw him holding hands, and I was, wait, what? Is that a thing now? Here? With all these? What? Uh, okay, fine. I will say, though. Now I was done with it. In this day and age, good for them for figuring it out so early yeah. and it being accepted because I know I had family members in the past where – they lived into their 70s, 80s, and died. And then you find out after the fact, oh, they had a, a friend yeah, <laughs> that we never knew about, and they felt they couldn't bring around the family and because in that generation it just was not accepted. Right. And that's a really sad thing that Agreed. they could yeah. never, you know, have that. Wow. That, I'm going to say for Mr. Elliot, you know what? I don't know what that sound is. Yeah, good for you. If you know, if that's if that's what makes you feel better, you know what? Have at it. Who are we to be mad? Now, I feel bad for every guy that had a you know a celeb crush on Ellen Page because Ellen Page now has aftermarket accessories and st- well, or at least well, no. is, is in the process. I would assume. Here's um, the thing, though: just because someone's trans doesn't mean they're going to get. Isn't the that weird to you? It it seems okay. Not really. I mean, you I can have, have something that, that looks nice most of the time, or you can have something that looks like a sea creature out of its shell. Which one are you going to choose? But at the same time, it's like, are you going to commit to this or not? Eh. It's like you you can't be. Are you going to stay as transitioning forever? Now I get it. If you make the transition and then you all, you know, ten years later you come to regret it and you want to go back. Uh, I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know. Not well when they're on testosterone. Yeah, I, I testosterone imagine. has lasting effects. Whereas if you do estrogen, it's a little easier for them to go back. But it's I don't know. It it, it it's a slippery slope, I guess. So yeah, I, I would personally be happier if. Page, as I'll just say, the artist known as Page would just go all the way. If you're going to do it, do it. If not, I don't know. I would have more respect for their decision if they went all the way. That way, I could. They would truly say, "Hey, look, you know what? This is how it. This is me on the inside, and now this is my outside. Now I'm going to be a happy person for the rest of my life. Have at it, Hoss. I mean, as long we, as, we, as long as the taxpayers don't have to, you know." pony up on it me personally i could give a crap less what's in their pants i just think we should stop doing the we're gonna praise you oh yeah like oh you're that now okay cool yeah life goes on move along it's like are we i guess there's gonna be hallmark cards at some point for this right but well that's also like we talked about before 
two episodes ago. Maybe three. Where you're seeing an uptick in females in high school that are saying they're trans, getting on testosterone supplements, and it's the same demographic that would have been susceptible to anorexia, bulimia, that kind of stuff. Yep, 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 yep. And it's a really crazy thing, but like we talked about, sometimes it's because they see people getting all this praise. And they want attention. They're so brave, they're so this and that. And so it happens. That's not every case. Right. But if, if your kid comes to you and says, hey, I'm this, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them, but take them to a therapist so they can talk through it and actually go through the checklist. There's so many different avenues now where they can just get testosterone without any, depending on the state. Mm-hmm. As long as they're like 13, there's like informed consent laws where they can just go get it. And I think there should be more regulations put in place for that. Move along to our next subject. Billie Eilish. Apparently she's fat now. Yeah. So I, I sent this to you and apparently I thought I did. And, uh, okay. Quick story in this, the entire synopsis is that a lot of people, first of all, love Billie Eilish. I can't think of a single song that she's ever made. I've heard things. I know my girlfriend's kids think that she's just so awesome. I if you if you played a song, I wouldn't know. I I guess she's like the the Lord of twenty twenty, basically. But for the most part, whenever you see her, she's wearing very loose fitting clothes. She doesn't normally dress like a sex themed pop tart like Cardi which, B. Which okay, hang on. I want to stop you there because okay. the picture that they body shamed her for was was not her dressed like a sex themed pop. Right, she had right. a tank top on. Yeah, and so walking around in a tank top. And, and first off, pants. I, I I don't want to say this to sound like a creepy old man. She's a very well endowed young woman, and <laughs> yes. you don't have that without a strong foundation. So you're going to yeah. be a little thick. Now she is not fat by no. any means. I would I, say she got a little baby fat on her. Yeah, I tried to see She's only if, if 18 anybody, now, so it's, you know. Is she only, I thought she was older than that. No. Ugh. So, yeah, so I will try to keep my, my phrasings toward this child. Um, I studied the picture, not like that, but I studied the picture, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, she can't be more than a size 12. And I would say if I don't even think she's a 14. I doubt she's a 14. I don't know how tall she is, but I somewhere between a 10 and a 12. Now, Miss Ref is pretty skinny girl, but you know, height and things can change your size and all that. But yes, the gal is large chested. And at one point she said she hadn't seen her body. Like actually looked at her own body in months, like like four or five months. And she actually looked at it and she was instantly disgusted. And that sucks. You know, for someone who's not large at all, that's how that that's how she felt about herself, and in the article it did say that since then she has made strides to believe in herself, to find self confidence in how she's built. Now I'm curious, since we've got you here, is this something that women face on a daily basis, even if you're not famous? Mm, maybe not daily, but yes. I mean, you look at yourself and you're like, eh, maybe I'm not happy with this, or you know, I really used to look like this, and now I'm. Things are just not where they used to be. So, but you're not really getting—you don't get the body shaming on online that 
a celebrity would. It's more no, self You don't inflicted. get the body shaming. Yeah, it's more self-inflicted. Now, mm-hmm. if I were to go out and post pictures of me in different clothing, I'm sure somebody would have something to say about it. But I mean, quite honestly, there's always that one asshole. Yeah, people always troll on, on on social media because, quite quite frankly, they have nothing else to do. Um, now, let's talk about a couple of people that were famous and have lost weight due to body shaming by the industry. Most recently, have you seen the new commercials? There's a Facebook. It's like the Facebook version of a Zoom device with Rebel Wilson. Yes. If you remember her, she was in the the Pitch Perfect movies. Right. She's a big girl. She, I mean, her Fat name, Amy. her name, yeah, Fat yeah, Amy. Yeah, and so every part she ever played, she was like the funny fat chick, and I, I think that sucks. Personally, I think she typecasted herself. But if you look at her now, she's probably dropped sixty pounds at least. And oh, I was easily. like, holy shit! Now. Me, preferring larger women, my immediate thought would be, I ah, shouldn't look as good, but in this case, I think she actually looks better. She's still thick, though. Yeah, she is still. She still got a little tummy on her. She's. I I I personally always thought she was shaped funny for a large gal in the first place. She she was never a curvy gal. She's just well, and some large. of that, some of that could be said for the clothing. Yeah, could be. I mean, you've got people doing clothing for on set. And I don't right. think they always pick the most flattering. Probably depending on how much that they like her or not. So, for once, in this you can hold me. To, this is the first time ever that that I would say a celeb lost weight, and actually, I was like, "Wow, she looks great." Um, Melissa McCarthy. If anyone knows me, I had the biggest crush on her as Suki in the Gilmore Girls. And you can laugh to this day. I still think that is one of the best written TV shows of all time. The the, Never watched it. You'd be surprised. The timing in the comedy was so fast. You, you had to pay attention to keep up because there were so many references as jokes in the show. It was a very well-made show. I think that came out about the same time as Supernatural, and I was on. It was the, on the same channel. I was on the same. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was on the same channel. I was on the Sam and Dean train. I'm not. You know, that was my kind of show. I, I mean, hey, don't 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 you worry because I was a Smallville guy. Okay, uh, fair yeah, enough. I was too. I still love that show actually. Um, so she lost a bunch of weight too. And I didn't, it was, I guess for me, it was a combo of odd amount of, of loss and being very open about her far left things that she had to say. And quite frankly, I never saw that damn Ghostbusters movie. I will say that right now. I was just too turned off by the, I mean, uh, by the, the actors and the director producer guy. To want to give them a chance after they were defensive from the get go. I but, watched it. It was as a standalone. It was okay. Yeah. I don't think it really fits into the universe's canon. But well, that's why the new one doesn't. The the one that was supposed to come out this summer, but it got postponed. Right. They skipped it. Like that's that girl one has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. It was its own. Which after seeing after seeing the new trailer, I'm super excited about the new one. Yes. It looks really good. I will be there if we can rent. The, uh, the whole theater I don't for something know that like they're that. They're going to do that Damn. for a new movie. They're Damn. doing it for new movies. They really? are. Yes. See, I didn't. Well, when, when we did it, there was a there were a lot, and there were some that were newer. But I knew we were going to have to find something that was kid friendly anyway. So I didn't even pay attention to what was new. Um, I think that having seen this story, 
there, I think there are a lot of parents who need to talk to their children, especially their daughters, because it is true. The media, uh, so I, you could, you could say society as a whole has this certain image of what they feel that the ideal woman is. And I'm sorry. If you look at these models, not every woman is five foot 10 in a size zero. It just ain't going to happen. It's not only the media, though. There's actually been a study done. You're having an uptick in plastic surgeries Mm -hmm. due to Snapchat filters. (laughs) They want to look more like they do in their Snapchat filter. And it's just like, wow. But that's another danger of don't let your 12-year-old have Snapchat. I want to say, doesn't TikTok do filters, too? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now, if you're going to find some way to do plastic surgery to have these permanent little uh, uh, birds all around you. You know what? I'd like to see that. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, we have an unreal outlook on what people are pushing this point down to women. And in the last couple of years, there's been a huge uptick in body positivity. And as non far left as I am, that's one of the things I would say, okay, I'll, I'll give y'all credit on that. Everybody, every woman is beautiful in their own way. And I promise you, I know, I, I know it's, 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 it's hard to agree, but, but somehow you, it, it might seen, be personality. Have you seen people at Walmart? I'm just saying. Hey, every now and then I, I, I sit there and like, you know what? If she just had a better fitting outfit, that big ass would look a whole lot better. I, but, I will say though, this is not strictly women. Mm-hmm. I think we can bring up one case where it was done to a man, a treasure, a national treasure of a man, Brendan Fraser. Oh, that dude yeah. was put through the ringer, even though like he went through this horrible divorce. Yeah. His wife screwed him to the wall or ex-wife and Bitch. went through a depression, went through all this stuff. And now he's finally coming back. He's on doom patrol. As uh, Mr. Robot, I think has he has he called. has he dropped the weight? Because I know he, he some of it he had gotten he was he was probably pushing two sixty two seventy oh I maybe yeah. more I I don't think he was in the threes I, he wasn't that big of a guy but, but still the dude I mean think about all the movies he's been in and they were all you know, such all the, fun movies yeah the mummy movies George of the Jungle yeah uh, okay Dudley Do Right was kind of a crapper but um but that was that was meant to be cheesy but Inkheart. Um, oh yeah, I won't, what's I won't the count, one with him and Elizabeth Hurley? Was that the Looney Tunes no, no, back no. in action? Or? No, it was she the one where the yeah, she gave him three oh, wishes and they uh, all came out like super was like it wrong. dazzled. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun movie. I was like, oh wow, he's all tall and basketball player with a super tiny, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Which that subject will show up in a listener question later, so be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) um, so we're going to go away from Hollywood for a minute. Okay. Um, I've got a sound bite. Let me pull it up here. Now, do you want to do an intro for this? Because you sent it to me. So this just kicked off last night. Apparently, uh, Vice President Biden and Kamala, Kamala, however she says it, you know, that that Indian chick who thinks she's black now, um, she, they had a, 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 Sit down, chit chat on CNN Live. Now, mind you, if all this craziness comes to fruition, like they like CNN wants it to, we're pretty much going to have at you know four years of fluff pieces. And this particular uh, 
interview was an absolute fluff piece that was just there to, you know, dazzle the masses or the 20 people that still watch, you know, CNN. So they had a little conversation about how things may go if the president, if the possible upcoming uh, president and vice president didn't get along. And let's take a look at the clip. Listen, like I told Barack, if 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 I reach something where there's a a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll 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 develop some disease and say I have to resign. Um, we we don't have that. I'm a, we haven't, and we discussed at length mm-hmm. our views on foreign policy. I'll develop some disease. Now, what the hell was that? Yeah, sounds like a pre-planned exit to me. And. Now, you know, of course, we're doing, you know, there's no video on this, but if you guys were to watch the video, the look on, on Kamala's face, she's just kind of looking at him, and her, you can see her eyes kind of squint like, what the fuck did you just say? But at the same time, she's, oh, wait, you know what? We're live. I just have to shake, uh-huh, uh-huh, I, I just I just shake my head. But if looks could kill, <laughs> he would have instantly died. Oh, yeah. So, mind you, Throughout most of this entire process in the last six months, you haven't heard a whole, whole, whole lot directly from Joe Biden unless he was on stage pumped up with God knows what super CBD that or, you know, some super concoction of vitamin B12 that no human being should normally take. Yeah. But it seems to work for the most part. He wasn't on it last night. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, you could just hear the way he said Now, I know he's got the stutter. And I do, too. So I... I do not blame him, but at the same time. But this is not the was, first time. I mean, right. you remember about, oh, I've got hairy legs. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> kids push the hair down in the water. And, I mean, that was, this is not the first time that there's definitely something cognitive. Don't get me wrong. Look at interviews from Biden back in the 70s. He's always been an idiot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also a racist. Yeah. Saying. I mean, he was, plenty he's of, had plenty of racist things during the, the 2020 election that magically the media just really brushed up. And I remember when he said stuff to a black guy live during an interview and the guy was, he almost was like, wait, did he really just say that? But no, 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 this is my guy. I still have to push his carcass forward. I think Kamala Harris is going to wind up being, you know, if they, if everything that they want happens, she will wind up being that dude from, um, the tonight show. And she's going to have that hook. Just prepared to just wasn't, yank his ass. The, no, no, no. Yeah. That was the gong show, I believe. Well, hold up. It, I'm drawing a blank on the dang name of the show now. Showtime at the Apollo. There we go. Okay, yeah, She's going to be that one. guy, and she's just going to have to have that hook ready to just snag his no, ass on the side yeah. and then just kind of, you know, dance it off. The Apollo was the broom. They swept him off the stage. Gong show was the hook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was halfway there. Okay. It, <laughs> sorry, I was exercising this morning. The, the brain goes crazy. Excuses, excuses. I'm telling you. All so right. this is what this is what so many dead people voted for. Yep. And it hasn't gotten any better. So what do you think this is gonna put us at possibly in the next six months? Especially when he wants to make you know a, a student debt go you know, just magically disappear and he'll bend over for China instantly. I mean, we've talked about student debt before and why it's even there in the first place and how it was created and why we need to pay college professors 
insane amounts of money and build these gigantic universities. That's, that's why tuition's so high. That's why you have student debt. That's why back in the fifties, our parents and grandparents could work a summer job and work their way through college. There was no student loans. Mm -hmm. So there was nothing to put you under this crushing debt. Not only that, let's not forget that Joe Biden facilitated the move for all these lenders to move to, I believe it was Delaware or Maryland and enacted a law where you can no longer claim bankruptcy on student loans. Yes. And my friend, it's only going to get worse, but don't worry. Cause creepy Joe is going to give you free education, right? Yeah. It's amazing. When something's free, does it have any value? Like mm. are people going to, you know, and we've had this, this conversation before. If you, not everybody needs to go to college. I have argued with people over this, not and not on like face to face. Like, but if you if you, you want to have this argument, let's just do it. Most people who go to college and get this crazy high bank of piece of paper, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, especially if it's in like general studies. Yeah, I mean, you uh, paid sixty thousand dollars for. A fancy piece of paper that gets you, you can't even be a teacher. Like you still have to go do more school. If you wanted to be a teacher based off of that, unless you've got a master's and then, you know, then you can just go straight into yeah, it. You can I go, recall. you can go pay for more school and then you can get stuck making 40 to $45,000 a year with your hundred thousand dollar <laughs> loans. Yeah. It's crazy. So I think we are ready to get into listener questions. Okay. Okay. And away we go. All right, guys, we're back here for listener questions. Uh, The first one is kind of a long one, but we'll get through it. Listener question for you. It's going to be unrefined since you requested it now, but here goes nothing. My 13-year-old son made some joke to my girlfriend's 10-year-old daughter and her friend. It was something like, want to see me weenus? I'm not sure of the reference, but I got on to him because I don't want him making that sort of joke to the wrong person and get in trouble in a way that will stick with him for years or the rest of his life. The girlfriend didn't take it as harshly and said that she teaches her girls that guys are going to say inappropriate stuff and they need to be ready for it. What do y'all think? Should I let him make mistakes, get embarrassed, learn from his mistakes, etc., Or should I warn him as much as I can or both? I'm going to say both. Yes. If you, okay, if, if this was a case to where he had a crush on a girl and he was just like, so like, wow, he just stumbled over his words, didn't know what to say. He's probably going to say something stupid and embarrass himself. Now we also understand that we are living in an age where kids grew up on electronic devices and they're so fucking used to instant gratification and not having the proper constructs of social uh, conversation, you know, social skills in general, things may not go well, but I think before any of that happens, yes, you should be talking to this kid. Hey, this is how women should be spoken to. This is if this is how if you speak to a woman this way, you, you you could lose your job. You might even get your ass kicked by some you know stranger. And there's no going back from certain things that you may say. So you should be conscious of what comes out of your mouth. Well, you should also keep in mind this was a 13-year-old talking to a 10-year-old and her friend. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel? Um, Honestly, both. He needs to talk to him, but he also needs to let him make mistakes. But they also need to understand that 10-year-old girls, 13-year-old girls, they say stupid stuff too. 
it's not just boys. I would agree with that, but I mean, my first thought was whoop that ass. (laughs) 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 Because I just, you know, a lot of people throw around the term toxic masculinity these days when it's really just toxic behavior on both sides. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely something I know if my daughter, if some some 13-year-old came up to her and said, hey, you want to see my weenus, kick him in the junk and run away. And then so you teach, goes, I think you teach on both sides. You teach them to be tough and not take any shit. Right. And you also teach that boy, what the hell's wrong with you? I like it. You don't it. speak to anyone that way. And you definitely don't show anybody that. I like it. I like it. Agreed. And Lord knows if, you know, I've got a daughter, if some child, if some boy came up to her, oh yeah, I'd be, fl- I, whew, I'd be like, it's a good thing that you're under 18 because I would beat your ass. Well, and at least in this situation, it's happening all in-house. Yeah. Imagine having to go talk to the parents of either a girl or some boy. Hey, your boy says he's going to whip his stuff out. Are we going to have a problem? Because I guarantee you, if it was outside the house, I'd be going to talk to the parents. Yeah, agreed. Now, if if it was my boy who was the, the guilty party, like I would formally apologize, and that my boy would formally apologize absolutely and you know i'd say look trust me my kid's gonna get his ass kicked because he had no business doing that i don't know where he even got it from it'll be handled in house but probably youtube yeah it's amazing the shit that kids watch on youtube at at stream hours and hours a day at this point it's pretty much been outlawed in my house like if i catch the kids on i'm like turn it off you know that's not allowed i i've seen a couple they used to like to watch people playing Fortnite and stuff but some of the language that gets thrown around, I was like, oh, nope, yeah. not going to do it. I understand. Ugh. All right, on to our next one. Could you guys recommend some good TV shows or movies? Have you so, seen anything lately that just so blew your socks off? I have not come across anything recent that I'm just super glued to in terms of a TV show. I've had an issue, since I don't watch as much TV as I used to, I, I tend to go back like... You know, let's say there was a show that you loved, but there was something else that you were curious about, but came on at the same time. And, you know, not everyone had a DVR back in the day. So you really were like, I don't know. So for me, the show was justified. And that's a good one. It was a, I'm, I'm, I think I'm on either the last season or a couple episodes before the season, before the last season. And it's been an awesome walk going back. Is that the one with Timothy Oliphant? Yeah. Yeah. Which he was just in the Mandalorian as well. Was he? He yeah. He played a um, a character on there. Which if you haven't checked it out, they're in the second season now. I would definitely recommend that one to be checked. I've out. heard nothing but good about it. I, okay, if you haven't seen it, watch Stranger Things. That is one of the only shows that is m- super new that I could say. Oh man, if you haven't seen it, you just have to watch it. I will say for the Mandalorian, because um, my dad he was like, "Well, I'm not a Star Wars guy." I said, "Yeah, but this is more like think space western." Yeah, it's not really. Star Wars, it's in like that, you would think. Right, it's in that universe. And somebody was explaining on the radio this morning about where it technically falls in line with all of the movies. So it's technically after they blow up the Death Star the second time in, what was the third? The third one in the original trilogy. Was that the Return Empire of the Strike. Jedi or Empire Strikes Back? That was Return of the Jedi. Okay, so yeah, it, it happens between that one and um, The Force Awakens. Okay, that makes sense. I could see. Okay, okay, yeah that that one is on my list of shows 
There was a Tom Clancy show on Amazon Prime that I was really curious about, but I heard oh, it. Oh, uh, the one with John Krasinski. Yes. First season was great. And I heard the second season was like so politically biased. It. it was it just like, yeah. My girlfriend's grandpa was like, oh, you have to watch this show. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then he's like, eh, never mind. Is that, <laughs> is like, that, oh, crap. Is that the Jack Ryan, yeah. I think? Yeah. Um, first uh-huh. season yep, was Jack great. Ryan. I would absolutely recommend first season. Like I said, I haven't watched the second one. Yeah, the, they go pretty left on it. There, there's a lot of nuances where you're just like, oh, I was like, man. So at some point, I may still watch it. Now, if we're going to go back, just to see if you've seen any of these shows, please, I hope, if you haven't seen it, go watch Sons of Anarchy. Um, Burn Notice. If you want to go back, that was when that was when USA had a lot of original content. Um, Best part of Burn Notice for me was Bruce Campbell. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's Bruce Campbell. It's yeah. Ash, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, there was a not so famous sci-fi show uh, called Eureka, and it was to this day one of my top five favorite shows of all fucking time. And think about. The Andy Griffith show, but it was in a town full of geniuses. And, you know, the only the only normal common sense guy is a star of the show. So to this day, if it would if it would actually come back on, I would I'd be glued for days on end. So, yes, it is hard for me to recommend new new stuff because there's so much old stuff that didn't get watched. How about you? I just started Big Sky. I think it's got three episodes in. It's a brand new series. I've heard good things. I've about heard that. about it. It's really good. Um, I would also say if we, if we're going to go back, mm-hmm. jump in the wayback machine. Ooh, you've got fifteen seasons of Supernatural you can watch. I mean, yeah. Uh, there yeah. was a sci-fi show called Warehouse Thirteen that was amazing. I <laughs> that's that on my list. I, yes, that's on my list. Uh huh. Anything new? Really, the newest thing I've seen that I would recommend, other than The Mandalorian, probably Last Kingdom. Okay, yeah, I've, I've I've heard some good things about it. Now, you know, everyone's all about uh, Yellowstone right now. I haven't seen it, but I, I got I've heard four, a lot. I got four or five episodes in, and I mean, it's good. It's mm. just, it wasn't quite grabbing me where I was like, I'm gonna sit here and watch right. a whole season. Or so I'd say, if any of our listeners have a show that they are just absolutely glued on, and they're like, oh man, you guys should totally check this out. Hey, post it, email us. We'd be glad to, you know, give it a shot. And it, yeah, hey, if if it works, it works. What's next? Um, does size really matter to women? How much is too much? Let's let the female answer this one first. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot there, but uh, no, especially with her husband it. sitting right next to her, <laughs> this makes it even better. Well, you got to understand, I've been with my husband since I was eighteen. That's twenty years. So it's 20, 20 years of one penis. So I don't have. Man, she almost made that sound negative. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to say. I, I mean, I'm sure it's quality have, penis. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. We got two my, kids. We're still going man, strong. Yeah. I think we're good. But I really don't have a lot of other experience to go off of. I mean, I and would say it, from, every, need it. from everything I, I've seen in the world, uh-huh. they tend to say girth is more important than length, but. I guess it's kind of one of those teach their own and whatever, yeah. they, you know. Yeah, that I could see that. You know, some people may have a very narrow or shallow. short. Yes, yeah, yeah, thank you, shallow canal. So if you're packing it, it 
might not be fun for either of you unless you just really like making them hurt, which I do sometimes. So I don't know. That's that's a that, that's a very open question that truly depends on the person. Now, I would say to the person who sent this, have a smorgasbord of D, and you'll, I guess you'll figure out what act, actually works. <laughs> now, I would say that um, in this day and age, this is also something that porn has kind of perpetuated. You need this great big giant schlong to mm-hmm. to do anything with, and and there's a lot of women. Not the case most most. If you watch, there's some documentaries called After Porn Ends, mm-hmm. and these women are like, look, sometimes it's not. They may look like they're enjoying it on screen, but no. Yeah, I, I, I well, I'm sure some kinds of porn, that's kind of the point, you know. But, um, yeah, I, very odd subject. Yeah. I, I would say. And I think this was posted by a guy. Nope. It was a girl. Was it? Okay. Yeah. My, my mistake. My yeah. Mistake. She's a retired uh, police officer, if I recall. So I'm sure she's had the hose off a few, you know, in her day. <laughs> but hey, whatever works, honey. I hope that it works for you. Uh, I know my poor girlfriend's in pain today from yesterday. So, and on that note, we'll be moving along to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting the vaccine? Not only no, but hell no. Now you saw in the news this is either yesterday or the day before the three. Former presidents all said, oh, we're going to sit here and get the vaccine. And then it, my my immediate thought was, is this like a sleight of hand thing? Are they getting the same vaccine? Or is this some like, you know, bullshit version that's like sugar water just to show that you had it on screen? I don't know. It's, I have a hard time believing that we can fully trust something that was formulated in eight, nine months mm-hmm. when most vaccines took years to perfect. Correct. And how many of them are truly going to work? Um, the first, was it from Merrick? I think they said it was like 94% effective. Yeah, but you also had one that they tested on people right. in the Middle East, and every single one of those motherfuckers died. I wonder why. So Some scary stuff. I, I just I feel like at this early, we don't know what the side effects are going to be. But I've also thought, what happens if... Your job tells you you can either take it or, or you can, no longer work mm-hmm. here. I think that's the point where you're going to see a mass exodus of people, of small businesses on the rise because, you know, you may have a some insurance guy who's in his, his, like, his big fancy office and, you know, they want to push that down. He's like, you know what? I can do this shit from home on my own. So, And, I, and with something where you can do that, yeah, but there's yeah. also some people that I don't I don't know that I could just walk away from my job. Like I'm right. not I'm definitely not financially prepared right. to just walk away. Right. Oh, yeah. Pending something like that. So, I think a lot of people are a lot of people are going to wind up checking their pride at the bank. And yeah. it's going to be a really bad time for a lot of people who feel completely negative about it. And then, you know, I guess in a joking way, how many of us are going to wind up becoming zombies after taking this damn vaccine? I, I will say one positive that has come from this. I don't know if you count it as a positive, but businesses have seen we don't need people in cubicles yeah, to actually get things done. People have actually been more productive working from home. And I think a lot 
you're going to see a lot of business models where they just say, you know what, we're going to hire you. You're going to work from home and you're either going to do your job and fulfill your requirements. or We're going to let you go. Yeah. We don't need to spend all this money on overhead for, you know, office buildings and this and that and whatever. You buy your own pins. Well, I mean, there's, there's that. <laughs> sure. I'm sure you could sequester stuff, but I just feel like this is going to change the game a little bit for at least tech positions, office buildings, yeah. you know, there's going to be some that go full on. We're not going to have people in the office anymore. Hell, there won't be an office. It'll be eventually what holograms for, uh, zoom meetings. Well, but you're also saving money that way. People aren't commuting. They're not driving into work every day. They're Correct. Not and what's happening right now because of that. Think about the loss of money in gas taxes. And at the same time, you've also now got um, insurance companies that are coming at you saying, well, say, look, we know that you're not driving as much, so we'll give you a discount if you put this nanny device in your car to prove how many miles, you know, again, I'm going to say it again, nanny device to prove how many miles are actually being, you know, that this car is being used for and how you actually drive your car. Quite frankly, you will never, ever, ever see me put one of those things in my car because quite frankly, my OBD2 port has a uh, aftermarket gauge permanently hooked up to it anyway. So. Well, I could never put one in my wife's car because I don't want my insurance to skyrocket. <laughs> so, just saying. Yeah, she went down the other. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. Um, so, what about you? Would you take it? No, I. There's not enough testing. You don't know any long-term side effects. It's not tested enough. So now let's continue this quick little thought process. What if the school said your kids had to have the vaccine? I'll homeschool. Oh, I, I think that's also going to be a difficult decision that a lot of people are faced with because if if you can do that, that's great. But, but not, not everybody can. Not everybody can do that. You're and, right. Oh, and it won't be a dream. It was it was hard doing it virtual when they were home. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. But everything and I've seen, I have friends that homeschool, and I think when you're in an actual homeschool program, it's very different because you're not requiring kids to sit in front of a computer for zoom meetings and all this crap for eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. It's you get your work done and then you can go out in the backyard and play, which I mean, if, if, it, if, if your kid can work in those kind of, in that kind of construct and it's great, you know, some kids, some kids have flourished during that initial at home. A lot of kids, including my son, love you though, completely bombed the whole thing because they did not, have that they weren't being pushed to make sure that they were paying attention but a lot of that done a lot of that was also because neither one of y'all were able to stay home oh let's and that's just say, the situation that you're going to see a lot of parents in where if you can't have somebody that can stay home to enforce that oh yeah i will i guess it'll be horrible in our case my ex-wife's boyfriend's there all the time so i don't know why the shit never got done and if he hears this you're still a nice guy but what the fuck so <laughs> <laughs> I will also say before I just decided to homeschool though, mm-hmm. I would look into other districts and see if there were any other options that were not requiring. <clears throat> so from a grassroots point of view, I would implore anybody who has students in the district, you need to get more involved with, with what actually happens in the district. Because if this shit gets ramrodded down your throat, by the time it happens, it'll be too late to do anything about it unless you hold several town halls for it. You need to get involved with your school system. And I don't just mean your actual local school that your kids physically go to. I'm talking on a district-wide 
deal. Well, and this Join would be, the this board. Would, this would be one of those where they'd sneak in some secret meetings, secret town halls. Yeah, ex- that yes. Oh well, we had it on page thirty-four of our website. You just didn't look that far you mean, to find you, it. You didn't scroll all the way. You know, it was only like three hundred pages. It was on like page two hundred and twelve. Yeah, you know that agreement that everybody clicks yes on, but nobody actually reads. Yeah, it was in there. <laughs> so yeah, I I absolutely implore all parents. Now is the time to get involved in what the hell is going on in your schools on a district-wide system. If you do not want this to happen, you need to get on those boards now. You need to stop this shit from possibly happening now because they will do it. It it is going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Agreed. <laughs> um, Sorry, I get fired up. No, about, you're fine. About the children. We're going to do one more question, then we'll go ahead and wrap up for today. All right. If animals could talk, which one do you think would be the smartest? Well, shit. It wouldn't be a dog. No. As much as I love dogs, it wouldn't be a dog. That's the reason they're man's best friend. <laughs> we need somebody on our same IQ level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh. It wouldn't. It might be a cat, but they're so fucking evil. I don't know. I've actually given this some thought uh, last night, and uh-huh. I was thinking, what's an animal that can live a really long time, doesn't hurry up to do anything? A I'm tortoise. going Galapagos tortoise. Oh, That's yeah. That's my... They know how to last. Yeah. In life, that is. I don't know what they do in the bedroom. <laughs> it just reminds me... Um, of that turtle from Kung Fu Panda. Smooth. And I'm just like, all right, yeah, I could see that, you know. All right, all right. I, yeah, yeah. If anyone knows how to live a long time, I guess it would be them. But, yeah, I, since I don't trust cats because, you, you, you know, they do whatever the hell that they want. Uh, dude, that's a, that's a tough question. I thought maybe – Okay, so I, I did throw some certain animals out there in my head. I'm like, well, you know, maybe like a giraffe. Yeah, you know, they're peaceful. They do their own thing. Have you ever seen them fight, though, where they whip their neck around? Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty metal. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, and then I thought, you know, maybe like a gorilla. Even though they, no, chimpanzees, sorry. Even though they are very primal, they have society-based systems. So, they do put a lot of brain and communication into what they do. And they use tools. That they do. By the way, rest in peace, Harambe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what say you, Ms. Rea? I'd have to go with you. Chimps, gorillas, any kind of monkey, really. You know, they get pissed off. They throw crap at you. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm sure there are certain people that we've experienced talking to in our lives where if we could, we would just shit one out, just fling it out, you know, like something out of like a Mario Brothers uh, game. So, you know, hey. It's a me, the shit flinger. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that's going to wrap up for us today. Don't forget, we do have the annual coat drive going. Contact us for any drop-offs or we can meet you somewhere. Thank you so much for coming in today. Don't forget to check out Christina's site. Um, So stitching awesome. Yeah on Facebook and put in your orders for Christmas as always be good to each other and good night.